First of all, what the word of God does is to build you up. You know, God can't entrust you with something if you don't have the capacity to carry it. So many times God first builds you up with his word. And then he says, and it will deliver to you an inheritance. The new covenant delivers to you that is the reality now you may not be experiencing that today but that's god's word and that word will find fulfillment in your life in the name of jesus you have obtained an inheritance in christ and it will be delivered to you you know when joshua was was about to die you know one of the powerful things joshua said he says not one good word that god has said not one fail to come to pass and I pray for you and your family this morning. I pray for that single sister. I pray for that single brother. Uh, I pray that not one good word that God has covenanted with you, not one will fail to come to pass. You know, when Joshua was going to die, that is the confession. He said, Lord, you kept your word. We are in the promised land. Everything you said you were going to do, you did. And I pray that your life will not be a project where it will be said <laughs> that God's word did not come to pass. God forbid, <laughs> not one word of the covenant he has made with you, it shall be delivered to you. In the, a day will come when you're going to be living in that promise in the name of Jesus. A day will come when you're going to be holding that promise in your hands in the name. You will live in that promise. That it, will be, it will be said like it was said of Jesus and it was fulfilled. That will be your portion in the name of Jesus. So the covenant gives an inheritance. The covenant gives an inheritance. Okay, and you know, interestingly, the word the, that, that, the, I mean, the, the, the word inheritance simply for us who are New Testament believers, all the promises of God in Christ Jesus form, form the sum total of all the promises that God has made to us in Christ Jesus are your inheritance. Every one of them. It means that you are entitled to it. And you know, we're looking at, at Hebrews, and I hope you're doing that study already. You know, and we began to say, I believe now, I'm not sure now which uh, reference in Hebrew, so many, so many of those powerful verses in Hebrew, Hebrews. You know, and God himself began to talk about, uh, you know, that a testator uh, needed to die so that uh, the covenant, uh, the, the, the new covenant needed to come into effect. Because if somebody writes a will, as long as that person is, is alive, the will cannot come into effect. And I can tell you that as a lawyer. <laughs> and so that's why Christ died. So when Christ died, the will became active. Praise God. The testator was Christ. So all the promises in him, the moment he died, the will is in effect. Thank you, Jesus. I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit right now. Because, <laughs> you know, I feel like the executor of a will. You know, when, when somebody dies, uh, the lawyer comes to the house to read the will. You know, all I've been doing this last few weeks is to read the will. And your name is in that will. Your name is in that will. And I'm going to talk about this maybe on Wednesday or on Sunday. You know, there, and we're going to do some of the general um, uh, inheritances that every child of God is entitled to. But you know that every one of us has also a unique inheritance from God. And that's, that's actually what David was saying. David was saying, me, I got a corner piece. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, everybody got a land in that estate. But me, I got a corner piece. He says, my own lines fell for me in pleasant places. There's, there, there, there are places where your own lines fell into. And the, the, the sooner you know where your lines fell into, the better. You see, when you know that, there will be no envy. There will be no, you will not be envious of anybody because the, 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 there's an inheritance that has your name on it. <laughs> there, there is, there's, a, there's a man who is your husband. You can't take somebody else's husband. 
There's a, a woman who is your wife. There's a job that has your name on it. Hallelujah. I, oh, I wish I had two hours to preach. Because a day came many years ago, God said to me, there's a house for you in Metama. He said to me, there's a house for you in Metama. And you know what? I just, you've heard that story over and over again. In a short while, we were living and we lived in the house for a number of years. So, so there's an inheritance that has your name on it. And you know, God has put beacons on your inheritance. And nobody will remove those ancient landmarks in the name of Jesus. They are your ancient landmarks. And you know, God actually placed a curse. He said, nobody should remove the ancient landmarks. Because in your inheritance, whatever it is, your calling, your purpose in life, there are ancient landmarks God has placed there. And I pray in the name of Jesus that Satan will not approach those ancient landmarks. Nobody will encroach on your inheritance. Somebody say, nobody will encroach on my inheritance. Say, Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you serious? Our time is almost gone. And I'm even yet to begin to, to talk about the inheritance. So, so what, let's just look at a few of these. Like I said, the sum total of all the promises that God, um, under redemption and salvation, they are our inheritance. They belong to us. Okay? They are our inheritance. They belong to us. Okay? So let's just look at a few, uh, and I'll just run through them, uh, because really, all of them are our inheritance. But look, let's look at a few of those things. Praise God. What, one of the most powerful for me um, about uh, you know, our inheritance in, in the New Testament is that we now have the, the right to share God the Father with Jesus. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> one of the things that has been bequeathed to us, one of the things that was written in the will, and that's why we read that scripture, in Romans, he said, he said, though Jesus is the only begotten son, but because of what he came and did here, we have been adopted as sons. We are now children of God. And because we now have the status of children, immediately that qualifies you as an heir of God. Okay? Just like my two sons, just the fact that they are, they are my children, everything we have belongs to them. So, so the most important thing is that they are my children. So the status of them being my children already, and that's what that scripture says, it says, immediately it says that, and now we are children of God. The next thing it says that we are heirs of God. Ah, come on now. H-E-I-R-O-S. You are, we are heirs of God. Because you cannot be a child of God and have no inheritance with God. It's impossible. It, it, children have inheritance of their fathers and God, and, and that's why he even says in fact he brings it very, you know, to a very, you know, intimate level he says now we can say daddy can you, how can you be calling him daddy and your father owns everything and has everything you remember, the, you remember, you remember um, 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 you know, the, the older brother in, in, the, in the story of the prodigal son you know when the older brother was, was so upset that the younger brother came back and the father was throwing a party can you remember what, what the father said and of course you know in that story the father was really God do you know what the father said he said, son, why, why are you? Because the, the son was saying, you didn't give me this. You didn't, I've been working. You know, this is your son that went there. You know that story. But what did the father say? He said, son, he says, everything I have is yours. At any point, you could have taken any of those. You could have had a party any day. <laughs> you could have worn any of my robes. You know, as my children began to grow up, they don't even take permission. I just suddenly see Emmanuel with my shoe. In fact, we're going to church. I just look at his face. And he's wearing my shoe. I said, that's my shoe. He would just smile. No permission. <laughs> my belt. In fact, to be honest with you, but guess what? I took joy in those things. Even though someone say, why did you tell me? But then I say, my son has reached the point now. Where wears my shoes? 
he wears my clothes. Any real father will say to you, say to tell, whatever I have is yours. And guess what, my brother and sister? You have God as daddy. Please make sure you are, well, we're not really going anywhere next month, except, you know, just make sure you go. Because we're going to look at prayer and faith. Because all of these things will become real in your life. Because it's what God has promised. It's what God has promised. So, so he promised us, he said, we're now here, and then we are now joined heirs with Christ. In fact, I, I, you know, that's powerful. It, it would have just said, said okay, we're now heirs. But he now said joint heirs. Jesus. You know, Jesus Christ, the Bible says that he's now the firstborn among many brethren. Who are the brethren? Who are the brethren? Firstborn. So we are not fighting with Jesus, so who is firstborn? He is. <laughs> but you know what? The father has enough. The father has enough. Everything that Christ has, we share with him. Can you, can you begin to imagine what, what does Jesus have? <laughs> we, we are now joint heads with him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You remember uh, when Jesus Christ was raised and Mary saw him? You know, and she was going to cling to him. You remember? You know, it's one of the most profound passages in the Bible. I said, no, 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 Mary. <laughs> he says, no, no, no. Don't, don't hug me. Don't cling to me. He says, for I'm yet to go to my God, your God. I'm yet to go to my father. And he added, your father. Because from that point, we all are now children of God at the same level as Jesus. So that inheritance is all ours. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Praise God. All that Christ is entitled to, we can share that inheritance with Christ. And remember like we said, I don't know whether it's on Wednesday, all the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen. Praise God. Okay, I'll just do one more. And we'll continue on Wednesday, okay? Because I just want to keep the time. Now, one of the other things uh, that we have inherited um, is the name of Jesus. You know, I really didn't know what songs that Tabernacle of David was going to do today. But you know, as I as I listened to that worship, I don't. I'm sure you were blessed, by the way. All they were singing about was the name of Jesus. One of the things in the wheel that God has said belongs to us is the name of Jesus. But you need to understand that it's not an ordinary name. Let me try and explain this. You see, when you read uh, Hebrews chapter 1 verse 4, um, I, I, I'm not sure if I wrote it down somewhere, okay? Um, Hebrews chapter 1 verse 4, um, I, I thought I wrote it down somewhere. Okay, let, let me read Hebrews chapter 1 verse 4. Let me, because you must understand the implication of what it means that we can use the name of Jesus. That name is not cheap. That name is not ordinary. Let me tell you what, what, what Hebrews chapter 4 says. Heaven become so much better than the angels. Okay. By the way, you know, go home and... Um, <laughs> you're at home. Just read the entire thing. Heaven become so much better than the angels. As he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. 
the name of Jesus was not given to him for free. That name was not given, the name Jesus was not given to him. The Bible says that he obtained it by inheritance. That's what the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 4. And the same scripture in, uh, the same truth is amplified in Philippians chapter 2, uh, uh, I believe verse 7 or 8. The Bible says that it was after he had suffered and done all he did, then the Father gave him, listen, by the way, you know many times when we read that scripture, we, we use, uh, gave him a name. No, it's not a name. He was given the name. He was given the name. There's a difference between a name and the name. He was given the name. <laughs> and then he said that at, at, the, at, the, at the mention of that name, every knee in heaven, on earth, and under the earth will bow. Now, because my time is gone, and because I don't want to confuse you, <laughs> let me say two quick things here about that name. The name of Jesus, it's not just, um, you know, we just say Jesus, okay? It's a whole lot more serious than that. You know, in Isaiah, <laughs> when, when Isaiah is talking about Jesus, he actually even calls Jesus, when he says wonderful counselor, he even mentions father. Why? Because what actually happened was this. When Jesus Christ did all he did on the earth, God gave Jesus his own name. The name just actually Yahweh. That's actually what it is. So it's not an ordinary name. God put his own name on his son. And that's why that when you mention that name, all of heaven, all of the earth, because they know the authority is, is meaning when Jesus Christ went through all of that, he stepped into the name of God. He stepped into the name of God. And for the Hebrews, a name is not just a form of identification. A name connotes the character behind the name. A name connotes all of who that person is. So when you go somewhere and you say, um, I, 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 Pastor Ike sent me. I, ca I, I came in the name of Pastor Ike. He's no longer that person. He's Pastor Ike. Because if you say no to the person, it's not the person you're saying no to. It's the person who sent the person. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. I was saying to somebody last week, I said, you know, in law, there's something called power of attorney. And typically, uh, it's usually what we call irrevocable power of attorney. Meaning that if somebody, for example, uh, wants to give you authority over their property, they, they, they drop a document called uh, power of attorney. And, and they assign all their rights, everything, all their rights over that property. They assign it to you. And then, they, why it's normally called irrevocable, the person cannot change their mind ever. So they seal it, they execute it. It means that you step into the, into the rights and the power and the authority of that person. Now, that's what Jesus Christ did. He says, he says that too, you have, you have asked nothing in my name. But say now, he said two promises. He says, ask in my name so that your joy may be complete. He says, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will do. Why? Because we carry the power of attorney. And you say, Pastor, where is the power of attorney? The Bible. So when you go with the new covenant, you say, Lord, I ask in the name 
of your son Jesus. He ratified that power of attorney by his blood. Guess what? The father cannot say no. We have inherited his name. You need to go into the rest of this week knowing that one of your greatest inheritance is the name of Jesus. You know, what I used to do, I don't do it anymore. Whenever I'm leaving my house every morning, I say, I go in the name of the Lord. Say, Lord, I go into this day in the name of the Lord. Why? Because I know that when I go as Pastor Ike, there may be obstacles that may be there. But when I go in the name of, the Bible says, blessed, empowered is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed, empowered, successful, worthy of congratulations is he who comes. So whenever you're leaving your house, <laughs> you're, going to, you're going for an appointment, you're going for a meeting, you're going for a transaction. You know what? When you're going, you say, I go in the name of the Lord. So when you show up there, guess who shows up? Christ himself. And guess what? Remember that at that name, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Every authority bows. That is the inheritance that we have. So we have the inheritance, first, of having a common parentage with Jesus. His father is now our father. If he says, Daddy, I remember while he was on the earth, every, every minute, he, he, all his prayers, Father, Father, I mean, look at all his prayers, it's right in the book of John, Father, Father. You know what? We now have that same right by inheritance. Secondly, he fought to obtain a name. Hebrews 1.4. He says, you obtained by inheritance a name. And Philippians 2 says, he has been given the name. And see what he did? He collected the name and he gave it to you. And I end with this. What are you doing with that name? What have you done with that name? What can you do with that name? Join me on Wednesday as we continue. This will change your life. On Wednesday, we're also going to be looking at there's an inheritance of health, an inheritance of healing. You don't have any business being sick. Join me on Wednesday. Father, we thank you. Thank you because you have adopted us into your family. Father, you picked us up from that useless place, that useless orphanage called the earth. And you put your spirit in us to witness that we're now your children. And then you qualified us, made us partakers of your inheritance. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, many of us, ordinarily, many of us from our backgrounds, oh Jesus, there will have been no hope for us in this world if not for you. Many of us, no name parents, no name hometown, no good education. But look at us now. Because we've been adopted into your family. And we can now say we are your heir. And we are joint heirs with Christ. And thank you, Jesus. You fought the battle. You won it. And then you handed that name to us. We are grateful, Jesus. We will begin to exercise that name, Jesus, like we have never done before. Thank you for giving us your name. Thank you for giving us your name. Thank you because... I'm now Ike, Jesus. <laughs> She's fate, Jesus. 
He shook Jesus, dummy Jesus, Kunle Jesus, Grace Jesus. Thank you for the authority to use your name. We are grateful. Thank you, Father. Lord, we ask that the things we've shared, let it bring forth fruit in everyone who has said it in the name of Jesus. Let signs, let wonders follow the teaching and the preaching of your word. Let this word grow mightily in every life and let it prevail in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for this time. We are grateful. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.